Hey friend, and welcome to Feminine Magic. It's Michelle. And this is Alexa, and we're the co-conduits of Femme, flourishing feminine founders. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you today. Our intention with this podcast is to unleash the true magic of divine feminine energy. Awakening the divine feminine within us is for all people. We will learn to integrate our natural, healthy, masculine, and feminine energies in our businesses, life, and relationships. Let's be open and let this energy flow through us, allowing transformation and growth to unfold in all areas of life. Feminine magic is the key to authentic alignment within ourselves, others, and the human collective. Let's dive into this together. It's time to step into a life where you truly flourish. Welcome to another episode of the Feminine Magic Podcast. Today, I'm so psyched to introduce you to my dear friend slash business coach, Sarah Hwanski, the founder and president of White Label Consulting. Welcome, Sarah. Hey, Michelle. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Let's be honest. We're doing great. We've just been in the mountains for a few days, so we've been having a blast connecting with nature. We have a dog. We have friends here. It's just been an amazing, amazing time. Thank you so much for facilitating it all. You're very welcome. So I'd love to dive into a topic that I know both you and I absolutely adore, the magic of morning routines. So yes. Wh- <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is so, essential. So when did, when did you become aware of the concept of a morning routine and when did you start implementing it into your life? So um, I would say about eight years ago, um, I, before I became an entrepreneur, I was still um, in and out of different careers. Mm-hmm. And I used to do a lot of studying on how to become successful without a college degree. I used to Google, how do you become a millionaire without a college degree? So as I was Googling and studying these different teachers and these different motivational speakers, I noticed that all of them had the same thing in common. They all woke up pretty early for them. So maybe their normal time of waking up was 10 a.m., then they woke up at 7. So whatever was Mm -hmm. early for them. And they all had rituals they did in the morning that were religious. They were Bible for them. They wouldn't miss them. And it was like almost without those practices, um, they just couldn't be as effective. So I thought it was interesting. And I started kind of like tinkering with it. Mm -hmm. But then as I started doing it, I was like definitely like giving up or doing too much. Or then all of a sudden I was getting really angry because I wasn't doing an hour of journaling. So I came up with a five minute plan. Now I realized I probably didn't come up with this myself, but it's something that I borrowed. It's fine. I don't know who's borrowed from though. Like, so I don't really know if I, you know, once once you read enough books, you kind of start to forget because it gets so deeply embedded within you. It's true. So basically (laughs) the concept is that you can change your life with five minutes. If you want to read journal, anything that you want to be a practice in your morning that you love and enjoy, something you genuinely want to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you add five minutes a day to your morning routine of it and do it religiously, then you can add on five minutes when you're once you feel fulfilled with the first five minutes but it's a great way to start doing anything so if it's working out five minutes workout then it goes mm-hmm. to ten if it's for me i'm learning french it started with two minutes of french a day now it's five ten now i'm in a half an hour of french now i think i'll stop there because i can't be doing like four hours of french every day right. <laughs> but um but the compound effect over time it really allows you to learn French or get really great at whatever it is that you want to implement. So a really great example is one of the things I started three years ago was, or no, no, it was two years ago, was a book. And I started doing a paragraph every single day, and I'm now at 150 pages. So wow. I would have never wrote a book ever. I don't have the time to sit down and write a full book, but mm-hmm. I have five minutes every day to voice type into my phone and email it to myself to copy and paste it into a doc sheet right. for a book. So basically, 
Let me let this back up a second. I feel like we missed a step here. With morning routines, it's like so much of being excited to get up. Yeah. So a big mistake I was making in the beginning, along with too much time on each section, was I wasn't putting anything I loved. So I was waking up and going, oh, I have to run. Oh, <laughs> I have to stretch. Oh. So I wasn't putting things I loved in the forefront. So mm-hmm. I try and always have something that I'm excited about. So maybe it's a new workout clothes. Maybe it's some kind of shake I'm trying out and real excited to drink. But I have something in my morning routine that I'm eager to do something I can't wait to do or maybe I'm really into nutrition that week then I'll allow myself like 15 minutes of researching nutrition so I give myself like things that like pull me out of bed in the morning so that's something playful something fun yeah so I think appealing to all your main soul senses not just your like physical senses so doing something that is mental so reading or writing right then doing something that's spiritual so meditation or praying or maybe yoga maybe that's spiritual for you then there's something physical so for me I do an hour and a half of working out like nobody has to do that much literally like 20 minutes is fine for most people and then I personally like something that is pushing me so that's French for me something Mm -hmm. that's really kind of hard like it's not natural to learn a new language for most for most people and then I do something that's like yummy so something that I really enjoy Mm -hmm. healing cacao or like a granola bar that's homemade and I make it everything with whole foods so something that's good for me but that's really yummy so I try and do all of my senses so my morning routine is now huge. It's about <laughs> hold on, I wake up at three I wake up at three or two thirty and it goes till about nine. So it is a large morning routine. Nobody needs that size routine. Yeah, that seems like a bit overwhelming for me. 30 most. <laughs> minutes is plenty. Even 10 minutes is plenty. Yeah. I prefer, I love it. That's why I do it so, so much of it in the morning. Yeah, I think it's important. I like how you said appeal to more than one sense. So for example, I start my morning with a hot mug of turmeric, ginger, and lemon water. I feel mm-hmm. like it cleanses everything. Then get some movement in. I do like six minutes of dancing in the morning. Um, I, I read my affirmations, meditation, and and get on with the day. There, I feel like there's probably a few more things in there. But yeah. I think the key is for someone that is just discovering the whole concept of a morning routine, what is a good way for them to start? Okay, so a great way for someone to start is first and foremost deciding your time. So first thing mm-hmm. you do is decide what time do I want to wake up. Okay. So let's say you decide, and it should be something that's a little bit extra early. Yeah, so you want to challenge yourself just a bit. Yeah, so if you get up at 7, you don't want to make it 7. You want to make it 6.30. If you get up at 6.30, make it 6. Something that's a little challenging, not crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Then you start there, and the best thing to do is start off with a, with a hygiene, whether it's washing your face or tongue scraping or brushing your teeth. Right, those are the ones. And then <laughs> hydrate instantly. Like, People lots of times wait too long. They'll get coffee. A lot, most people get coffee first. Yes, like which the is worst the worst thing you can do for the your worst, system. Yes, the, your body does not want caffeine first thing. So hydration and a big amount of it. I would say at least twelve ounces, at least minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a, um, a ginger, turmeric, water with cayenne pepper and um, regular pepper and lemon, and I've been doing that for so long. I think I've turned like. 18 people onto it this year. Like I like I feel like I give it out a lot. It's so good. And it's not like I came up with it, but I definitely like my blend. I've been using it for a long time. Um, and so I drink that and then, um, so pick whatever kind of water you can do, like a lemon strawberry water or like a basil water or anything Mm -hmm. that you kind of like. And then after that, you want to get right into something that is spiritual, spiritual first. So meditation, journaling, affirmation, something that's like very, just makes you put you in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Then the next thing, your second thing should actually be the one that loves yourself the most. So if it's dancing, maybe you're literally, um, doing some mirror work or breath 
stretching? Stretching, I would do a little later. I think the second thing is actually your most important thing. Your first thing is kind of easing you to, into the routine. Mm-hmm. Your second thing is almost what your mind eats up. So your second thing is like when you're now you're awake. Now you're like there. So your second thing, you never want to be something like social media. You never want it to be something like emails or work. It's like the mm-hmm. worst things you can do as like your second activity. You want those middle activities to be like reading something that's like a like nutritious mind wise for you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a business article or whatever it is. You're learning something that's fine. Yeah. You just definitely don't want to be anything disturbing or too intense or too volatile. I personally think it's kind of nice to put the phone to the side especially for, like, I, I don't touch my phone during my morning routine. I actually use an Alexa mm-hmm. to, to do all of my timers for me. But I think it's, you know, sometimes people wake up and you go right into checking your Instagram or you get out of bed and you're like, I'm already late somewhere. So when, when you introduce the morning routine, it adds more flow to your day. It allows you to fully wake up, like, your brain, your mm-hmm. mind, your body, your spirit. Because if you just rush out of bed, like, no, that's not an exciting way to wake up in the morning. <laughs> well, I'm also glad you brought that up. I'm really glad you brought that up because that's probably, if not one of the biggest factors, is not answer. It's one thing to check and make sure your children are okay, looking at your text sure. and everyone's okay. But going into your anything that you don't need to is not a – it's – it can really start to get you into the mode of reacting yeah. instead of just enjoying your morning. And it's your yummy morning. Exactly. And your morning should feel like when you're done, it should feel like a huge win. If you're not going to breakfast at the end of your morning routine without feeling like you're a winner, like you're the shit, if you don't feel amazing, <laughs> then you're not doing the right morning routine. And that you can go do this for 10 minutes. Like, yeah. And and the truth is, switch it up, right? Like try something yes. for a week or two, try Play all the different it, yes. options. Yeah. yeah. And and we can definitely post up some resources on our website so people have a sense of what they can choose from because there's no one size fits all morning routine. That just doesn't really yeah. exist. So I would say after, so now after you're doing the nourishing side, the mm-hmm. reading, the affirmation, whatever positive thing you want to do, then you want to get into what you were talking about, which is more the physical side, like dancing, calisthenics, working out, whatever. That's something that you can do as number three. I fit in a lot more in between, but you can go right into the workout side. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's very simple. Well, we're not all overachievers. Yeah, <laughs> If you're an overachiever, you can fit a lot of stuff in it. Um, and so basically you want the workout to be almost right before breakfast, basically. You don't want there to be too much in between. Um, I personally believe if you're going to work out, you should reward yourself with eating something nice after. It's just, I think, a happy thing. And it kind of almost holds a carrot up to you. Like, you Mm -hmm. can eat breakfast after you're done working out. So I like that feeling of, like, I worked out, now I can eat. So, like, that's just, like, for me, it always worked for me. It was like, Sarah, can't eat breakfast until you work out. I'm I'm being guided to say it. This is such a small tweak, and I read this in a book many years ago. One of the most important morning routine check marks is actually making your bed, which is what's taught in the military. Because oh yeah, I definitely forgot that. But I I gotta admit, I kind of cringe when people don't make this. So I so to me, that'd be like you saying, Sarah, like rinse your face. Like I, I just <laughs> like I I think it's just high. I think it's unhygienic yeah. to live. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's just part of the norm. It it also signals to your body you're done with bed. Which is important. You know, I think it's that. As it, I think it also goes hand in hand with having an organized mind. They say mm-hmm. that your anxiety levels, when they, they have like monitored and like, like done studies, if you leave work and leave your bed unmade, your anxiety and blood pressure is higher that day. Like they're not really sure wow. why. It's something that's like, it just does not, it's some kind of subconscious thing. So. Maybe you need to close the loop. 
I think that makes sense closing the loop. I also think uh, part of it is like we all like were told as kids to make our beds like by our parents yeah, which or is- even not our parents. And I think in some weird way when we don't <laughs> make our beds, we're like, we feel almost like we've let someone down. Like we, you know what I mean? Or maybe it's the little rebellion that exists within us all too. Like we yeah. were told to make the bed so we don't make it even though it's silly. I don't know. I just think it, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I don't really agree with making the bed, but I like it just, yeah, I definitely, I think anyone who is trying to become successful should always make their bed. It's just, yeah. If you can't conquer your bed linen, then, I mean, you know, you gotta... And it's nice to have an automatic win without really thinking about yes. it. It becomes just ritual. I agree. I think... So, So. So. you know, after the physical, after you're done the physical, and, you know, then let's say you eat a nutritious breakfast, you should, like you're talking about the win, you should sit there at the end of your breakfast, especially when you're new to a morning routine, and you'll know that you have a good one when you feel that warm, fuzzy feeling like someone just, like announced you at a ceremony and gave you an award. Like, that's when yes. you're, like, doing a it's very... very feeling, both, like, spiritually, yes. mentally, physically. That's exactly like, what I'm trying to say. It's very nutritious for your soul. You feel yes. fulfilled. And, you know, a lot of people preach about morning routine, but I think that the thing that people forget is it doesn't have to be... Your morning routine could literally be this. Let's say you are a more eclectic person and you're mm-hmm. not really like a normal person. Like you maybe you're a little bit wacky, right? Your morning routine could literally be getting up and doing a little bit of like brushing your teeth, washing your face. And then you literally could go oil paint, do like a Tantra African dance by a bonfire. <laughs> and literally. And then have a seance and then like uh, sew a quilt. And that could be... So like I think that that's where people get thrown off because they hear affirmations, journaling. Yeah. And they're like, ah, I don't want to do that stuff. It's not... It's not that's not for you. Do what you like to do. It yeah. might be you like to spray paint a wall. I mean, it's not it. someone else's wall, obviously. <laughs> but it might be something like that. So I think people definitely should make their own unique morning routines. It should be something that you're very proud of and that you... So for me, and for most people with good morning routines, it's so good. I'll give up nights going out nights before sometimes for my morning routine. And people are like, oh, you want to go hit the next club or you want to hit... And I'll think to myself like... If I go, I'm not going to make it for my morning routine. Like some, and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll you know, be like, oh, I'll caution you to win. Let's go. And other times, I'm like, you know what? It's just not worth it. I want my morning routine tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. The time with myself is that special. It really is that special. Yeah. I, and I think as we, I mean, I'm a very extroverted person. So when I was younger, I always loved being around people. This is the first time in my life where I've lived alone or really started, and also quarantine, right? That's like a whole other level of alone. But it's really, really nice to start your day alone. And Agreed. have the time to just reflect and dive in and also set up your intentions for the day, your to-do list. It really helps to have that type of ritualistic You know what? Can we day. touch on that point, actually, the to-do yeah, list? So the sure. to-do list, um, if you were the kind of person that are trying to be more efficient, it's kind of like another, this is like another section, not just morning routine. Mm-hmm. But I do do a little brief rundown of my day in a list form yeah. in my, during my morning routine. But if you are not that kind of person, it's interesting because what ends up happening is you spend the first hour of your work day doing it. But when you do it in your morning routine, it takes like 10 minutes. And I don't know what happens between those couple (laughs) hours. But I've definitely noticed when you set your day up with your morning routine, it takes way less time than when you're doing it with the first hour of your work. Well, let's dive a little deeper into to-do lists. And I think one of the big um, issues with to-do lists is sometimes people put way too much stuff on it. That's true. You got to put, like, 
Like five things. Yeah. Like five or, big things. Or if you have different sections of your life, like if you're working mm-hmm. on different projects, put something fun in there for yourself so that you enjoy it. Put something active on there so that you're active that day. Sometimes our lists are just so, so long. I'm the type of person, I'll add something to my list just so I could cross it off because I already did it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it does feel gratifying. It really does. Yeah. Well, morning routines are the same way. And then another thing that happens with morning routine, this is a great side effect. You're going to bed so, well, you're waking up so early that you're naturally by nature going to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. So I have a philosophy Keeps that- you no- out of trouble, huh? It does. I have a philosophy that nothing that special happens after midnight. And now, granted, I'm sure there's times that special things happen. But usually, if you're trying to stay out of a party scene, like like the the, the over drinking, like mm. drug scene, if you're trying to stay on the like more spiritual, healthier path, nothing good happens after twelve. Just there's nothing you're gonna miss that anyone can't tell you about or that was that special so I do think that it's interesting as you start to do this for yourself you by default start stop hanging out with people who are drinking and boozing too much mm-hmm. you by default stop hanging out with people who are doing toxic things at night or maybe you're in a toxic relationship with someone they can't reach you after a certain time with your sleep you can't really engage in those toxic behaviors yeah so it, late it, night it, drunk calls <laughs> exactly exactly well that mixed in with just even arguing given us a lot of like bad arguing goes on like when you're tired yeah, because people are tired. Yes, totally. and like, or you're at a party, you're having fun, and all of a sudden, like, 12.30 rolls around, people start getting weird. It, It's just so interesting, mm-hmm. but my life has been so much less dramatic since I've been going to bed earlier. And I got to say, I think only one time did I ever miss a good party ever after 12. Usually it was like, oh, after you left, then this thing happened, and it was this mess. You know, it was mm-hmm. never really... So my point is, is that it does make you go to bed earlier. And um, in the words of Benjamin Franklin, like, early to bed, early to rise. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's it? It makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> um, now, granted, he used to wake up late um, wake up late sometimes, too. But I think as a and, whole. And you're allowed to. That's the thing. Like, if you miss a day, I remember in the beginning yeah. when I was building my morning routine, I would miss a day here or there, and I would really get angry at myself. And I yeah. learned all in due time that... You just got to roll with it. It's okay. So I think that it's actually great to give yourself days to miss. Like I will, for example, if I haven't missed my morning routine all day, I'll be like, I'm going to miss it today. I think it's almost imperative. If you, you can't do it seven days a week every day and not become psychotic. You have to give yourself. <laughs> I make myself miss days. So I do it great. I think there's days where I'm just like, I've been doing it too much. Like I need a yeah. break. And let's also touch on this topic. For people that have an awesome morning routine that then change their space. Maybe they go away with friends for a weekend or they go visit their family or something like that. What is a recommendation? Because that has been an area of struggle for me when I would leave my normal space. You know, my own apartment is set up perfectly for all the morning rituals. But once you get out of that, it gets a little bit difficult. So do you have like an on-the-road routine? Yeah, so it's, you know, you can call it like your pocket routine, but absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, I usually read The Secret every day for seven years, and like, you know, a page or two. I have an app which I can still read excerpts from the book. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I journal normally on black, you know, on writing. I brought one. I have eight books of journaling, of to do's, affirmations. I bring one, my main book with me and just write it all on that. So it's like a little shortcut. I also don't write for an hour. I write for five minutes when I'm away. It's much mm-hmm. easier. Um, like, to, like we're away right now. I did um, instead of doing a two hour workout, I did 20 minutes of yoga. So just mm-hmm. shortening everything up real tight. And then I do think that when you're away, 
way. Like, it's fine to kind of have a different routine, but as long as you have some kind of routine that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll even notice when you go away, and you probably notice this, you'll, you'll change spaces and you're like, I don't, like, I'm kind of doing my routine, but kind of not. It doesn't really feel yeah. good. A lot of it's because different areas create different energies. So you might need something different for that energy. That so let, yes, let's say you would go down the shore and you are like, oh, my morning routine like doesn't feel like it, it just that's home. It's because like you're not at home. So maybe you need something different. So if you're by the beach, maybe it's better to walk to the beach and just breathe in the fresh air and that's your morning routine. Mm-hmm. Or in the mountains, maybe it's better to take a walk through the woods versus, you know, do affirmations. Maybe that's more important. Um, so let's say you're hiking with friends. Instead of um, doing affirmations alone, you could just give affirmations to each other. These are my, you know, and yeah. practice it like it that. It's kind of fun to do it out loud with friends, for sure. So oh, remember, we meditated yesterday. We, yeah. we meditated in a field. And set that, our intentions. That was awesome. after, that was, that was part of my morning routine. But so I think that it's more important to just to take what you have and be resourceful so like Mm -hmm. depending to let's say you're with family and it's really hard because you're in a hotel room together and it's really tight and maybe you're just all like kind of smushed in because you're going to some (laughs) park or something then that's time you put your headphones in and you listen some podcasts maybe meditative ones and and maybe you just do 20 minutes of meditation and that's it that day you know, because that's something you can do when the people think you're sleeping or... At least it's something. And that's the point. Exactly. I think it's meant to separate, like, okay, now your body is awake. You're turning on your consciousness. Yes. Let's go. Well, a lot of it's that. And then I would say another big part of it is feeling good. Like, so I think that we all forget, myself included, that at the end of the day, people want to feel good. Not all the time, but a lot of the time, people want to yeah. feel good. So people like when they feel good, people want to f- see you feeling good. You know, it's kind of like a nice mutual circle. You feel good when you see someone in a great mood. Yeah. Um, we start our days a lot of time not feeling great, whether we're harboring old issues or someone is being um, overly, you know, critical, or maybe you're just having not the best day hormonally. Maybe just not having a good day, period, yeah. right? Um, sometimes you wake up and you feel great and the morning's awesome, and then you get a text message and maybe it throws off your whole day. The really, the part of the morning routine is getting your mind in a space where every day you reset to perfection. Yeah. So every day you start off with this perfect feeling of like, I am a great human being. I'm going to do great things today. And people around me love me and I love them. So starting off gives you all that good juice. So during the day when you have things come at you, you have a stronger foundation almost. You have something to combat it with. Exactly. So like that way, you're not just sitting there kind of already empty. Like, if you're full and things are flying at you, you have armor to to put up and to fight it off with or to love your way through it. But when you're starting off empty, it's very hard to go into then a negative space and feel pretty good. You're going to feel demolished by the end of the day. So part of it's filling up your tank and charging yourself. Quality fuel. That's exactly what it is. Um, We did a meditation the other day, you and I, Michelle, and I had told, we talked about, I talked about charging yourself in the sun. I loved that. So, oh, thank you. So um, I I definitely stole that from someone. I don't know who. But so one of the the cool things I loved about the, the sun charging is if you're having a bad day at the office and you are like going to freak out at your boss, I mean, I don't have a boss, but you know, other people. Hypothetically, (laughs) you can walk outside and literally go for a sun break. I mean, don't tell people that they'll probably laugh at you, but you can go outside in the sun and literally just close your eyes and let the sun 
recharge you and be happy instead of sitting there smoking a cigarette or getting a Red Bull or eating chocolate or maybe, um, I don't know, being mean to someone to take it out your anger. Like people resort accidentally to these natural reactions when mm-hmm. really it's like stop and let the sun handle it. Stop and let the breeze handle it. We're very, very wrapped up in, oh my God, like I need to feel this person. Has, it, it's all scattered. We forget to just be like, okay, this is what we're doing. Let's just make the best of it and let's just be happy in the moment. So that's really what the morning team is about. It's about being resourceful, about being the best you can be at the beginning of your day so you can be the best person to all the people you do meet. Now, a lot of people think that having a nighttime routine is the perfect complement to the morning routine and they would be completely correct, but I do find it interesting. A lot of people who have morning routines don't have nighttime routines, and a lot of people have nighttime routines that don't have morning routines. Interesting. Some people have, I, I do think. Some people do both. Some people do have both, and I think those are the people who are at the top of the line of their yeah. development. Um, I go back and forth with my nighttime routine. I gotta admit, my nighttime routine is harder to do mm-hmm. um, because I've made it too complicated. So that's a great example of someone who's great at a morning routine and then I've overcomplicated my nighttime routine. So now my nighttime routine is only five minutes, and I, I do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I just can't handle a long a nighttime routine. So it's... And it doesn't have to be the case either. So that was what I was trying to say to your listeners. If you're not good in a morning routine, maybe do five minutes morning routine and do an hour nighttime routine. So maybe you're just that kind of person that needs to charge up at night instead of the morning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, personally, I think for me, the morning routine made more of an impact because it sets you up for the whole day. I agree. It's really nice to step into a space where you set intention and then you're ready to go for the rest of it. It just like, I think it took me a few weeks, maybe like two, three weeks until I really started to see big results. What was it for you? I would say probably a month before I saw real results. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was starting it at a very... um, emotional time so it was really hard to know if I was getting better or worse or what was <laughs> happening because it was very emotional delicate time and I was moving a lot but um do you want to know what my should I share my morning routine yes I go please do okay. okay so um obviously you know I wake up but the first thing I do before I do anything the first thing I do when I put both my feet on the floor I always say thank you as soon as my feet hits the floor Christ every time my left feet. my left foot is thank and my my right foot's you so as soon as they hit the floor thank you Right away. And I really, really try and practice it because no matter what happens in the morning, then I at least said thank you when I woke up. Um, then I go brush my teeth, wash my face, do all that good stuff, and then I drink my turmeric ginger water. But then my first thing I do is very strange. I think it's so strange. But I put a waist trainer on. So the first things I do, I don't know why. I just like it. I don't really like wearing it for long, but I wear it while I do all my admin work. Mm-hmm. So I put a waist trainer on. And for some reason, I, I don't know, it's just a funny thing, but it makes me feel like I'm in my, like, zone. And someone else told me that they put a certain sweater on. It's like a mental thing, like, okay, I'm ready to do, like, I don't know. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So everyone, so you might have a scarf, or maybe it's a certain robe you put on, but whatever it is, I do think having a physical thing you put on, it's like you step into your morning routine. It's kind of routine. like a talisman. It is. Mine was actually a vanity thing, obviously, but now, <laughs> okay. I, think, now I think it's just a habit. Um, okay, so then I do my um, journaling. I only do two paragraphs of journaling. Sometimes an hour I'll do. So I go between two paragraphs and an hour, so mm-hmm. it could depend. Um, then I do a little bit of affirmation work, a little bit of meditation. I'm always reading seven books. Now, Whew. that is very <laughs> AD-centric. Um, I usually read about four pages 
of each seven books. And the reason I do that, because I can, I cannot sit still long enough to read 30 plus pages of one book. Interesting. It's hard to keep them all right. Yes. Do sometimes the information not go in? Yes. But does it keep me reading? Yes. So whatever keeps me reading. Hey, whatever works for you. Exactly. Whatever works for me. <laughs> and then um, after that, I go into my French lessons. Um, I usually make a little snack. While I'm doing my French lessons, I write my book. I'm also creating a training program, so I do that for about 10 minutes. Um, sometimes I'll do, like, a little bit of um, mirror work and breathing work together. Mm-hmm. I light incense, do yoga, do ab works, and then do 40 minutes to an hour, 40 minutes to two hours of running or weight training, depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Then um, I make breakfast, and then I get ready, and then I do my... Um, Facebook Live. And then at the end of my Facebook Live is my end of my morning routine. Wow. So it's a lot. Yeah. It is, but you know what? And it works. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. I can't really imagine life without a morning routine. I got really thrown off during Corona because I went to stay with my parents for a few weeks and I mm-hmm. went from being so stringent and having like an amazing... I also created a system in a notebook where I track my morning routine. It, it really helps a lot. And then I got so thrown off and... It feels weird. It feels weird after it becomes such a big part of your life to not have it be a part of your life. It's almost like a fear of missing out in a sense. (laughs) It does. It's almost like you miss it in a weirder way than you miss other... It's not like you miss working out. It's a different kind of feeling. Almost like a... It's like a memory. It's like a memory. It's like missing a memory or feeling. Almost like when you were a kid, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Or you miss doing something that's really just your own. You know, there's no one else. You can't, like, blame anyone for it. It's all on you. It's not right or wrong. It it isn't. Yeah. But it's a really beautiful thing. Sarah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Are there any final tips or tricks or anything that you want to say on this topic? Yes. I would say that if you get a morning routine... I know that everyone likes to say it's 30 days to create a habit. I would definitely disagree. I would say it's almost a year to create a habit. And then people probably don't want to hear that. They're like, oh, I'm gonna, it's going to be hard for a year. Things are not easy that are really great in life. It's just not the way it is. It's completely worth it even if it took me 10 years. That's how powerful it is. It's so powerful. It literally changed me from, it literally changed me from a smoker to a non-smoker. Wow. It changed me from a meat eater to a vegan. It changed me from someone who wouldn't run, couldn't run a mile. I couldn't run a mile, and now I'm running 10, well, 20 a week. So the power of that, and that's, you know, that's not even the half of that. That's just part of the things I've done. I've opened a company. I've, there's a lot of things. But um, I would say of all the things, it changes your relationships with people. That's the most important part of, uh, of the morning routine. People don't talk about it a lot. The, it changes the relationship you have with people because it changes your personal relationship with yourself. So you get this very deep, like, like almost like you're dating yourself, like a very deep love for yourself because of this morning routine that's layered over. Now it becomes days and days and years of layers of a relationship that when someone hurts you or upsets you or something happens, it, it's such a different reaction and it's such a different life with other people because of just a morning routine. So yeah. it's so much no more. No one can take that away from you. Exactly. Sarah, so what's a good way for people to reach you? Um, the best way for people to reach me would definitely be um, my website, www.whitelabelphilly.com, spelled just like it sounds, um, or my cell phone number is great. So it's 267-582-0334, 
And um, any of your listeners are welcome to a free consultation, and I could complimentarily help them set up their first morning routine. Oh, thank you. I was just about to say, if you need help with the morning routine, clearly Sarah's your gal, along with a lot of other things that Sarah's great for. So if you ever just need someone to help ground you or take the crazy creative ideas that you have in your head and be able to put it into the third dimension, she's your gal. Reach out. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning into this episode. As always, we are here to support you with fierce and flourishing energy. To learn more about our FemFam community and all of the gifts it has to offer, check out our website, www.femfam.com, F3MFAM.com, or on our Instagram, Flourishing Feminine Founders. And to dive deeper into community connection and support, we invite you to join a FemPod. Pods are our social mission here at FEM, and they are the seedling of this entire entity. And what they are are groups of five FEMs that come together to consistently dive deep into many aspects of life, from relationships and mental health to business. It is a community care model that allows you to explore the depths of your personality in a safe and non-judgmental container. A container where you give and receive unconditional support and develop deep bonds with other like-hearted humans please reach out to us via flourish at femfam.com. That's F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H at F-3-M-F-A-M.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Love, peace, and many blessings.